spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Thursday. The chill in the air as we get closer to Election Day. Oh, we got five days until Election Day. Becky, when you said it was, what, 57 degrees? And that was in Gilbert, yes. Look at but, this. Uh, First sweater of the year, baby. Yes, Look very at this. nice. Blue shorts. <laughs> Chats and shorts. Are blue shorts warmer than, like, They're say, very warm. green shorts? Or I something? am freezing. I put... Uh, I put a big-time sweater on. I'm absolutely cold. Plus, right. Barry's here on Thursdays, you know, just like, doing the hardcore politics and everything, mm-hmm. and, and he turns it down to 42 degrees. It was oh, cold Way to here. kick a penguin out. You can <laughs> you can break a sweat, you know, doing that. Yeah. So, you know, doing that hardcore political stuff. So, yeah. All right. I've got a really good question, and I don't have a really good answer. Uh, in a second, we're going to tell you the new polls that just popped out on the governor's race and the Senate race. Okay. In 2020... Um, Arizonans voted mostly for Ducey and Cinema. Yes. Who are they going to vote for this year? So think about it just for a moment, right? Uh, it was a split ticket. And one of the big stories that came out uh, was that, well, if you're a Republican, thousands of Arizona Republicans didn't vote for Biden, but didn't vote for Trump. Yeah. And that pushed Biden to a victory in Arizona. So think about the last time. Uh, you know, Ducey and Cinema were on the ballot, right? Most people voted for for the Republican Ducey and the Democrat, so-called Democrat Cinema. I'm wondering if we're going to see something like that now. Are we going to see people say, you know what, I'm going for Lake, but I'm going to go for the Democrat to go wash back to Washington, or is it going to flip? Is it going to be Hobbs? You're going to vote for Hobbs, and then you're going to vote for the Republican and Blake Masters. It's a split vote. Uh, listen, for all we know, uh, it could be Hobbs Kelly win. It could be. For all we know, it could be Lake and Masters win. I'm just wondering, and we're going to do this later in the show. When we do five spot at 415. We're going to ask you to call if you were one of the people, one of the, the thousands of people who voted for both Ducey, a Republican, and Cinema, a Democrat. And we're going to go over this. And we're going to try and figure out who you're voting for. Now, I'll just be honest. That was me. I voted for Doug Ducey, the Republican. I voted, I know, isn't that shocking? And I voted for... You'd vote for him again, too. I probably would in this race. Uh, don't tell Ducey that, because we're still not on speaking terms, but that's okay. Uh, I voted for Ducey in cinema. I wonder if that's going to happen again for everybody. I'm one of those people who looked at it and split the vote. Uh, I don't, as I said, I don't have a good answer. I don't know how this race is going to go. We're going to go over some poll numbers. You're not going to believe how close this thing yeah. is. There's going to be some surprises. There's no doubt about that. You know, and again, there's lots of poll numbers. I did something today for a uh, uh, very conservative place called the National Review. They had me do a podcast with them, and they were talking about the numbers. You can look at 25 different polls now, and all of them are within the air of margin. You know, and there it's a little bit Masters, a little bit Kelly. It's a little bit Kelly, a little bit Masters, a little bit Hobbs, a little bit Lake, a little bit Lake. It's Everything is, is, we don't know. And unless polling is so bad, and it could be. I mean, if mm. both of them, if Kelly wins by 20 and Lake <laughs> wins by 10, nobody's ever going to listen to anything anybody has to say when it comes to polling again. But if it's a toss-up and next Friday, and we're still talking about, oh, nobody's conceded yet, yeah. which I wouldn't be surprised. All right. So in 2018, right? Yep. Arizona voted for Ducey and Cinema. What's going to happen in 2022? I don't have the answer. I don't think anyone has the answer. Is it going to be split? Are many of you voting for one party and then you're going to vote for the other party? 
Um, so, so we'll see. I don't know. Let's go over some poll numbers. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Oh, man. Hit me, baby. All right. So high ground. Uh, we're going to talk to them at three o'clock. They just came out with a with an absolutely new poll. Start talking about the governor's race. Kerry Lake forty six. Katie Hobbs forty five. That's as pick them as you get. It's a flip a coin. Forty six. Will be will be very specific. Forty six point six to forty five point two. Forty six forty five. I I do have a question about last night. I didn't watch Obama speak. Uh, I saw a lot of it on social media. Of course, he's a brilliant speaker. Rah, rah. Uh, He got the crowd going. I know he got heckled. That was kind of funny. Uh, But for the first time, I told Broomhead this today when I jump on his show at 8.50. I said it, it looked for the first time like, you know, Hobbs almost, at least on stage, fit the part. Because she's standing next to Barack Obama. Well, that's it. The energy. He's yeah. he's like one of those meteors that pulls or something big that's pulling and has gravity field. Oh, he's no doubt. pulling everybody with you're on stage with him. There's energy. That's why with Trump, it's so different because when you're on stage with him, you're you're on stage with him. But it's his stage. It's true. But but still, when you see Carrie Lake on stage with Donald Trump, you look and say, well, she kind of does fit the part. But that's all about her. Yeah. Whether he's there or not, she fits the part. On a stage, yes, yeah. I'm not saying in policy. I'm not saying on outlook. Yeah, but 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 when you you know just the eye test, that was kind of for me the first time that Katie Hobbs was actually in front of a crowd. Because remember, when's the last time you saw Katie Hobbs in front of a crowd? She ran away from a guy who asked her a question at a table. I don't think she's had a crowd. No. Now she is going around speaking to a lot of people. But it's not a massive crowd. No. And last night was massive. Uh, and there are people that are saying it was bigger than a Trump rally. Now, I don't know if that's true, but there were thousands of people that could not get in, could not find a parking place. And I, I'm sure that happened with Trump, too. Trump is a, a huge draw. Don't get me wrong. I just I just wonder if there was so little excitement for the Democrats because, well, Biden stinks uh, because our borders He's are toxic. Right. And he can't come out. So Obama comes out and just lights the place on fire. And there was Katie Hobbs on stage. And you're like, OK, this is the first time that I've, you know, at least, you know, seen her. Uh, and it looks like, you know, she could be a winner. Now, I'm not saying that she will or that she deserves it or anything like that. But it's the first time I've seen her on stage, which with all the energy, with the crowd, with the media attention. And we haven't seen that. I've seen her in front of eight people before. Honestly. Oh, no. I mean, honestly, and that's fine. But it wasn't last night. Last night was a big party for the Democrats. Here's the big thing. Carrie Lake will draw a much bigger crowd on her own than Hobbs will. 100%. Hobbs that's what you needed last night. Everybody came not to see you, not to see Kelly. They came to see him. Yes. And that was the, that, that therein lies the, the, can you, could you reproduce that on your own where you even got a quarter of that? I don't think so. But, but okay, let's, we'll go back to the 2020 election. Donald Trump came out here 15 times. We were in a pandemic. Yeah. People still went out to see him. Didn't help him. He lost. Yeah. So, does crowd size really matter? Energy does have, matter, though. Well, energy. Trump had plenty of energy. But see, Trump was on the ballot, mm-hmm. and people dislike Trump. Obama's not on the ballot. People love to see Obama. And the other thing is they missed a lot last night, too, when they talked a lot about democracy, when all of the polls are saying it's not even close. Economy, economy, economy. Well, you can't talk about the economy when your party 
is in power. Yeah. You got to go to something else. Especially like if you're abortion. Abortion power and you're losing, right. you know, you know, you're, you're seeing people go, Hey, I pay uh 15% uh, more a year than everywhere else who's paying 10% more. That's why they didn't talk about yeah. it. They don't have any good numbers to talk no. about. They talk about abortion. They talk about democracy. It's probably what they should have. So, uh, pretty interesting. And just think about it. I, w- I just want you guys to think about it out there. You know, if you were somebody who voted for Ducey and Cinema in 2018, are you splitting that ticket again in 2022? I find it fascinating. Yeah. Because I'm splitting it. Well, that's totally understandable. I'm going to split the ticket be- just because I want to, just, just the way that it, that it came out. All right. We'll talk about it a little bit more. Um, so, Katie Hobbs was interviewed for 30 minutes today on oh. KTAR. Um, I did not hear it. I've been in meetings. I've been doing a bunch of stuff. You've been in meetings, but you did actually listen to I it. I did, I did, I okay, did. I want to know what, what she said. Was it worthwhile? Uh, was it a waste of time? Did she, did she, was she able to answer a question? Uh, why don't we do that coming up next at the Gatos and Chad Show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. You're locked in to the Gatos and Chad Show. All right, so uh, we've gone over some poll numbers to start the show. The new high ground poll, Kelly, plus one. I think if you're Masters, you're loving that. Absolutely. Lake, plus one. got to tell you, if you're Hobbs, I think you're loving that, too. Uh, so we'll get uh, the real breakdown. How are independents falling? Uh, what's the 65-plus are they still with Lake? How? Uh, what are Latinos? Who are Latinos voting for? They lean Democrat. We're going to find all that out at uh, 3 o'clock today, so make sure uh, that you're here. So earlier today, uh, our buddy Barry Markson interviewed Katie Hobbs, and Katie Hobbs was on for 30 minutes. It's amazing that she did a 30-minute interview with anybody. So, I did not hear it. I'm surprised I located her. (laughs) Well, we knew where she was last night. She was having a ball on stage with Barack Obama. Um, But I I didn't hear it. Uh, And I know, did you pick out a few pieces? Because you actually heard it. I did. So, so tell me what happened. So, uh, you know, the first, uh, before they went to break, you know, uh, a lot of it was about how extreme Carrie Lake is, how extreme the Republican Party is, how extreme, you know, there was a lot of of that. All right. Uh, And then, uh, you know, Barry hit her with some questions, one of them about uh, housing. Now, we have a housing issue in the States. There's no doubt about that. And uh, she released her housing uh, plan and and Barry asked her about you know okay so what are you going to do with housing? We are looking at ways to empower local communities to build more affordable housing. Um, that, I mean the, the the bottom line is that we don't have enough housing. Um, demand is keeping is supply is not keeping up with demand and that's why prices are so high. Um, but we definitely need um, not just market rate housing but affordable housing as well. Um, we're going to cut needless bureaucracy to help um, folks who need. Um, um, support and services get it, um, and also just um, the red tape that's in the way of continuing to to build the housing that we need. Uh, build more. Yeah, there was it was a it was a very long winded answer to say build more, which is what we need affordable to do. Affordable house, but yeah. the, everybody says that, right? Right. Uh, and you know that was one of the things. And again, you know it's. Uh, it's, there was no debate. There was none of that stuff. Uh, one thing that we don't hear from any politician anymore rarely is actual policy because policy is thrown out the window. It's about hyperbole more than policy. Then they got on the, the, you know, uh, Barry asked her about abortion, which is right now 
abortion and, you know, January 6th and the big lie is pretty much what you've you've got if you're a Democrat. I would certainly look for uh, ways to expand access to safe legal abortion and make sure that it is still available um, far beyond the 15 week ban that we are currently under. Uh, and then also, uh, obviously, uh, getting rid of the of the 1864 ban that completely criminalizes all abortion. I thought yeah. the 1864 was gone. Uh, well, that, I mean, now I think we're under the... Didn't they just kind of decide they were under that 15? But I still think we're, there's dangling out there. Okay, so we're still under the... Right now, we're at 15 weeks. Yeah, and okay. she she wants to expand that. And uh, Are you really going to get anything from any candidate at this point? I, I, I just find it hard to believe that... I know that some of you out there are undecided, and you'll still want to hear a little bit more. I think most of us have figured out who we want and who we don't want. I mean, we've at nauseum, we've got it on TV. We've got it on radio. I mean, you're getting it on your phone. My phone's ringing right now, by the way, and it's a number that I'm sure is going to ask me, you know, who I'm voting for. Or that your warranty is soon That's to be true. out of service. I, I welcome that phone call. You know, it, I started thinking about this last night. Are we at a point where we know what we want to do. We're begrudgingly going to do it. Right. Uh, we want to hear more, but at the end of the day, we've made up our mind. We're going to go do it on Tuesday night, and we're going to hold our nose and do it. Yeah. I also have a feeling that independents have held out and might actually more of them go to the polls and vote because, you know, when we look at the ballot, it's disgraceful. I'm an independent. I look at that thing, and I'm like, I don't know if I voted for one person that I think is decent. Yeah. I think I think Adrian Fontes. That's I think it. he's a decent guy. I think he's a decent guy, but he's running against such a terrible human being. Yeah, there's no. And so I that's mean, really about it. Everything else I look at, I'm like, goodness gracious. If you guys know anything, you know we always talk about it. my uncle. My uncle and I are best friends, and he is right of right. He said, "There's no chance I could ever vote for a guy like Fincham." Yeah, that's him. Yeah. And I think that most people have kind of figured that out. Again, I don't know. The polls say Fontes plus seven uh, or so in the secretary of state race. I don't know if that's right. I have no idea. We're going to have to just find out like everybody else on Election Day. Uh, but, you know, I think by this time, you know, is Hobbs. All right, she came on for 30 minutes here at KTAR. Did we really learn anything new? Did you learn, did you learn anything new? I did not. OK, you didn't learn anything new. No. I think you've got. X amount of time, you know, it, it, when in, in finance world, they always talk about the elevator pitch, right? You get on and you got a big VC, a venture capitalist, got billions of dollars to spend. You've got 90 seconds till he gets where he's going to give him a pitch about why he needs to invest in your company. If we gave all of them 90 seconds, none of them would tell us anything we don't already know or think. Yeah. I mean, for you and I, we always say this. Uh, we, we pretty much put everybody on except Mark Kelly and everybody we've pushed and pushed and pushed. And sometimes it's, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to be cordial, but... You we know, want to get the answers yeah, that we're not aren't here the for, answers they've thought out in their mind right. and said a thousand times We're not before. here for a bunch of BS. No. And that's why, to be honest with you, most politicians come on with us once. And that's it. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, it's a, sometimes it gets uncomfortable. Well, tough. Tough. You want to be a politician? We're going to ask you uncomfortable stuff. Because you guys out there need to know what they're thinking and to just, you know, have them give a blanket answer. It's just not good enough for us. No. So, um, but and th you don't that's want that because you want to no. hear what they're going to give you. That's real. It's like, okay, let me tell you what I really think. Yeah. I really think this, or I really think that. And that's what you want. It's not the first question. It's a second or third question that matters. All right. Uh, coming up next, one Arizona school calls a class with 135 students innovative. 135 students in one class. How is that innovative? Well, 
Find out next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. A mashup of news, information, and entertainment. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. One giant classroom, four teachers, and 135 kids. That's happening in Mesa. So when you hear that, good or bad, you got a 12-year-old, Chad. You know, my, our kids are, uh, you know, graduated college, Becky Lynn. Your kids are in their 20s as well. Mm-hmm. I think it's awesome. So as a dad, you like it. As a mom, what do you think? Four teachers, one giant classroom, 135 students. It's hard. Boy, It's we, hard to get your head around. 145 is. students is a lot. And um, but I was reading this same story that you're talking about, and they're not. Uh, this school in Mesa hmm. is not the only school in the valley that's doing this. Uh, but I love the fact that it's almost like you know they're all each. You're getting the kids are getting more out of it. They seem to be more engaged in some ways. I think it's new for the teachers, and it's not like because it's thirty three and a half kids essentially per per teacher, which is kind of a classroom kind in today's of, world. Yeah, I was going to say that's not much different than it normally. So, but is what be. you're getting now is different perspectives. Teachers helping here. You know, it's not just you're stuck with one teacher. I think it's a kind of a neat thing. Uh, that's what ninth grade looks like at uh, a high school in Mesa. So you got 135 kids. Four teachers, one giant classroom. So this is how uh, it's kind of explained. Uh, let's see. You've got a veteran math teacher and uh, hovered near a cluster of desks. And she's coaching some 50 freshmen on geometry. Then you've got a science teacher checking students' homework. Then there's an English teacher that is speaking into a microphone at the front of the class, uh, giving instructions to keep students on track. So that's kind of what it's like. It sounds, it, it, uh, listen, I'm not saying it doesn't work because I don't know. It sounds insane to me. It's like in this day and age when everybody looks squirrel, you know, we can't, we, we're doing <laughs> well, TikTok ten, society. Yeah, we're a TikTok society. And as soon as you, as soon as you get me off track, I'm done. Yeah. I just don't, with 135 kids in, it, it, I guess in my mind's eye, I'm thinking of like, I'm thinking of like a gymnasium with desks. And you've got 135 desks there and four teachers. And I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how that, if it's working, I love it. They say it's innovative. Uh, it's a model that's taken hold, as you said, not only in Mesa, but it's spreading to other school districts. Here's the cool thing. Having teachers that are really strong in some of those subjects where maybe the teacher that's teaching you isn't great at it, they're great at English or something else, having that going, hey, Mrs. So-and-so, can you come help me? Hey, Mr. So-and-so, is gonna, he's going to help you with this. And you can kind of rotate. It's almost like it's just a very interesting way. And I think in a day and age when you need to engage kids in a different way, try something new. this might try be something, something new. new because yeah. Kids need to be engaged in a different way. This isn't back in the day where, you know, show up, shut up, hands, you know, on the desk, look forward kind of thing. Yeah. Kind of makes me think of um, the one-room schoolhouse on Little House on the Prairie. Absolutely. You know, everybody, of course, there was only one teacher and it was different grades. And this is multiple teachers and all the same grade. Mrs. Beadle. Right. Amazo's brother, right? I'm a big fan. My sister, right? No. Man, you really need a lesson. Yeah, I forget. Yeah. Anyway, what was her... uh, what was her perfume? <sighs> lemon vermouth. See, I'm a big lemon vermouth. Yeah, go and Google like it. A drink. I think it was lemon uh, verbena. Verbena. Yes. I was going to say vermouth. No, She's pouring was, alcohol mm-hmm. on her. <laughs> hey, boys and girls, I'm ringing the bell. I loved that show. Yeah, of I course. love it. 
So, yeah, like, think of that. But think of it as, you know, 20 times bigger. Uh, and so uh, here's the thing. They say it, it is an innovative teaching model. Uh, and what they try and do is dissolve the walls that separate their classes across physical or grade. Uh, and so, but here's the thing. If kids are learning, is this good for teachers? Because maybe they don't feel like they're all by themselves. That's a big thing. But but teachers already have, as you said, like 30 kids. And if you break it down, four divided by whatever it is, you're going to get 30, 33 kids. 33 and a half kids. Yeah. How does that make a teacher's job easier? Because they did this because of high teacher turnover. I mean, it's still really four classrooms in one big class. But I think what you're class. getting is, you know, things that maybe you struggle with, the other teacher will pick up slack. Things that you're good with, you'll pick up some of the slack. You guys can be there for each other because you're all teaching together rather than teaching essentially doing your own thing. It's almost like having three assistants and every teacher's got three assistants and they're also teaching. See, but to me, it's, it almost feels like a lecture hall at college when I went to Syracuse University and you had 500 kids. I know this is, you know, not that, but maybe 200 kids, 300 kids, uh, and you're in this big, you know, auditorium kind of thing, and there's one teacher, and you know, you could pay attention or not pay attention. Yeah, but in that class, everybody was doing the same thing. And in this, it sounds like they're broken up and they're all doing a, something different. Yeah, they're not almost teaching like, math at once. Yeah, they're all they're rotating. Yeah. It's almost like a circuit. You know, yeah, it it's, I was like. Say, it's like circuit, you know, it's like, you know, the, instead of the kids moving, the teacher move. Hey, yeah, so-and-so's yeah. moving over. And, and it is, yeah, I just think it's, again, you've got to engage kids now, especially when you're shorthanded and in a much different way than we have in the past. You've got to come up with stuff and part of, it's like... Like it's even in business, right? You adapt or die. They're going, let's do this. And it seems, and I bet you if you ask the kids, oh, we love it. It's I, much I can't different. imagine that doing something different in this day and age like this is not going to rejuvenate yeah. kids in school. We've hmm. done it the same way for how many years? For two I mean, long. decades. Yeah. And so, yeah, let's. everything yeah. else is changing. Why this, not? But this doesn't help the teacher shortage. This doesn't do anything for that. No. But the, what it can do is retain and I think that's the big thing. Rather than, you know, the teacher shortage is going to get worse if we can't retain teachers. So maybe this will help retain teachers yeah. because teachers don't feel like they're all by themselves. All by themselves. All by themselves. Yeah. yeah they, but they, here's the other thing. Let's say you, you have four teachers in this giant classroom. Uh, three are really love their job and are serious about their job. And then you have one that's like, eh. And maybe that one's and because and they're sick and tired of it and they can rejuvenate. Or maybe those three go, you know what? You should find a new profession. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you're dragging that one person, the one teacher yeah. along and you're like, and that'll tick you off. That will and, like, and then you this. can teach the kids. Look, kids, this is why uh, <laughs> this is why communism and socialism doesn't work. There you go. She's not busting her butt like we are, yet she's getting paid the same. All right, coming up next is Walmart about to give you a massive break on inflation this Thanksgiving. Uh, turkey at Walmart next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Hey, we're fun, and you should know that. I don't know why that was funny, Uh, but it was funny. Hold on. I told you that. That should be our new line, Becky Lynn. What did you say? We're fun? Hey, we're fun, and you should know that. All right, I'm writing it down. Uh, Coming up in about 12 minutes, we're going to get you the latest high ground poll. That's a good poll, by the way. Oh, yeah, that Paul Bench guy and those guys over Chuck Coffee. Yeah. So you just seem to know what they're doing over there. Uh, Bence is going to join us at uh, 3 o'clock. So the governor's race and the Senate race, one point difference. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a sprint right now. Yeah. Is, is this the closest race 
Are these the two closest races we've ever had in Arizona history is one thing I want to ask. Are we going to see races decided by a few thousand votes? Gosh, can you imagine? Oh, the, well, first, and those are all going to trigger, what is it, 15,000 now? Triggers a recount automatically or something like that? Yeah, they should recount it. Yeah. 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 You get that level, you if should. Yeah. All right. Because it's going to be stolen. All right. Hey, <laughs> do you guys want to eat an inflation turkey? I'm actually looking forward to this. An inflatable turkey? What no, no, no. no an infl- Did I say inflatable? <laughs> no, you said inflation. Oh, but gosh. It makes I was sense like, oh. Can, uh, oh, my God. You scared me. I thought I actually said that. No, it's not. <laughs> that would be funny, though. It would be funny. No, it's uh, an inflation turkey. An inflation turkey. Yeah, what do you think that is, Becky Lynn? What's I an inflation it's, turkey? It's a really big chicken. You get nope. Oh, no. it's pigeon. No, you get it at Walmart. That's pigeon. No, <laughs> not pigeon. <laughs> Major discounts for Thanksgiving. From what I understand, Walmart's going to roll back. The pricing, <gasps> the bouncy oh. happy face is going to bounce out and knock down the pricing. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna roll up. They're gonna roll the pricing. It's gonna the, the discount is for holiday meals, is what they're calling it. They're gonna do it through December twenty six. I think you're getting the price last year. So think about, well, I got it right here. Think about this Thanksgiving dinner. It's gonna cost you an extra fifteen percent this year because of inflation. Turkey is up twenty three percent. Potatoes are up eighteen percent. Butter. It's up 27%. Pie! 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 Uh, is up 20%. So if you go to Walmart, you may be getting an inflation turkey. It's a loss leader, right? That's right. Because the yams are going to be an extra 60%. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that little bouncing happy face only stops at the turkey. Well, I mean, here's the thing. You know, let's say that, uh, let's say that it's been a rough year for you. You know, you you're, you you got a job, your yes. salary's okay, but, you know, you drive a lot, and you've got kids, so you eat a lot. You know, money's just flying out of your wallet, it's flying out of your purse. So if you are one of those people that has a big Thanksgiving, how are you supposed to have a big Thanksgiving, other than, of course, what Becky Lynn said the other day, which is really, you know, a smart thing, have a potluck, you know? Maybe you just cook the turkey, and you don't bake a turkey, right? You cook it. You don't broil it. You bake it. You, bake you it. roast it. You, you, yeah. Or you can fry it. You, or you could fry it and fry set it. the house on fire. So maybe that's the way to go. But from all these grocery stores, they're they're getting ready for, you know, a lot of people to come. And maybe Walmart's the place to go. Uh, well, you know, you're going to go to the place that's going to give you the best deal. And, and if you can find a turkey, right, you better get your turkey early because they're saying there's a now. shortage. Oh, gosh. There's a, sh- a shortage of birds? Yeah, because of the blue, the and, bird flu. And honestly, I read a story that there was a shortage of butter. I almost went to the store and bought a bunch. They said, if you're going to make cookies, you better go buy your butter. You're going to do the thing that happened with toilet paper the other year. Then. Poured butter. That's right. Because mm. wow. it is the holiday That's what season. the triple-demic does to us. we got to go get uh, butter. Man, yeah, so it. I, I like it. You know what? I, I, I won't be home, so it doesn't matter. That's what sucks. Because I will miss the leftovers. Oh, that's right. You're on a... We're on a hockey thing. A hockey thing. But the, you know what this kind of reminds me of? Is, you know, the one man... Here in the valley, who owns the gas station that continues to give people better prices? Yeah, like I don't remember. It was when it was five dollars a gallon. I think he was doing like three ninety nine mm-hmm. or something yeah. like that. Uh, that's kind of what it, it it sounds like. I know he was trying to make a, a bit of a difference. Come shop here. Uh, you know, maybe buy a couple things in yeah, the store because that's he how they make the money. Seventy five dollars well, for a could. Gatorade. <laughs> Very well could. Very well could. But you're getting three ninety nine gas, yeah. and so th- this kind of reminds me. But but that's just one person 
in Arizona that was trying to give people a, a, a little bit of help on gas prices on occasion. And he got a lot of media attention for it. It was probably a smart move because... Who knows? People in that area, they're probably like, I'm going to that Who's guy. that guy in Seems Chicago like this guy. year that yeah, was giving yeah. it out for like 99 cents or something gas when it was at its highest point? And he owns a bunch of gas stations. Right. It's kind of like that Mattress Mac guy who gives oh, out yeah. stuff all the time. It's one of those eccentric guys who's made a lot of money and, it, and has been in the town forever and a day. And they, and again, it brings them notoriety. And, you know, it also says I'm giving back to my community. Yeah. So Walmart is... Uh, is going to try and give some of you some relief this Thanksgiving. So it's not your government, right? You're not getting a check in the mail. We shouldn't be doing that anymore. No, can't uh, afford it. I don't know. Like I don't know when when it all starts or, or what have you. But I, I think you got to be looking. All right, I'm going to get my turkey from Walmart. When do you usually get your turkey? Like like uh, Becky, when do you get your turkey? Do you get it like uh, oh. Now, do you get it a couple weeks before, a couple days? Oh, before? I'm lazy. I usually go the week of. Okay. Yeah, like I just. Can... I, I usually get and go. Do we have enough time to follow this house? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. All right, go to Walmart and get your inflation turkey. <sighs> Coming up next, our Arizona voters polling a 2018 <laughs> when it comes to the gubernatorial and okay. Senate races next.